listening to The Burn. Gaming stuff, blazing fast. Welcome to a new episode of The Burn, a podcast about gaming done blazing fast. I'm Aviv Manoach. And I am Omer Kaplan. How are you? Hello, Mr. Kaplan. How it's going on? Uh, it's been, you know, it, there's never a dull moment in, uh, in Ohio, let me to say that. Well, there's usually a lot of dull moments in Ohio, but... Yeah, I, I, I was going to say Ohio of all places. Yeah, no, it's actually, it's actually pretty relaxed other than some uh, workplace shenanigans, but it's, uh, it's all good. What's the COVID situation over there? Uh, so a lot of the people, so really anecdotal data. I mean, I work for healthcare. So a lot of pe- the people in my vicinity is vaccinated. Um, a lot of the people in my, so my neighborhood is pretty compliant because it's a really, you know, nice, obedient suburb. <laughs> so most of the people, most of the people around me are fully vaccinated. Um, Oh, actually, the clinical trials for children is done like 30 minutes from where I live. So we actually, I actually know two parents that their children are in the clinical trials. Oh, and interesting. Yeah, I mean, so far, yeah, so far, so good. Awesome. I think. Uh, Israel pretty much decided that Corona is not a thing anymore. Uh, we opened everything. I'm going back to frontal classes in my, in my uh, college le- uh, next week. Uh, I'm okay. not a fan of that. At all. Yeah, no, that, that's interesting. So no masks, no nothing? Uh, masks in, in closed spaces, like in stores and, and restaurants and stuff. Uh, people basically don't check your vaccination status at all. Um, people here decided that <laughs> we're fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah no, so, uh, people, I think people here are still like very conscious. I can tell you that... Um, Adas, my wife is flying to New York uh, in a few weeks, and um, they're gonna, you know, there's like a bunch of forms you need to fill. You need to like give consent for them to verify your like vaccination information. So I think people, I, I mean, especially in New York, they're still pretty we, aware of what we have like a special QR code that you're supposed to show that contains your vaccination information and like uh, a security guard or staff of 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 a place. Is supposed to scan it, but basically no one does it. Uh, people maybe will sense. ask you to show them that you have it, but other than that, uh, the only place that people uh, that I that I was asked to show this is uh, at the entrance to my college. Basically anywhere else, no one cares. Um, when I go to to a restaurant, I uh, they ask you to wear a mask uh, when you enter, but other than that. Uh, when we're in class, no one really w- wear masks anymore. So, um, it's well, we are in a good situation, right? Sixty um, percent uh, of the population yes. is vaccinated, and like uh, the number of of um, infected is dropping still. So, hopefully, we actually manage to beat it in Israel for the tiny place that we are. But no, you know, that's, a, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, by the way, I wanted to ask you: Do we have yeah. listeners from Do you have listeners from Australia? Uh, let's check. I will go into our anchor page okay. and I will check so, that. Why? Because okay, I don't want to insult anyone. So <laughs> you know, so I, this week I'm on I'm on LinkedIn, you know, doing my thing, and then I get a message from a very big, like a known company. You know, they say, hey, you know, we we have a great job offer for you as like recruiters always do. 
um, you know, it's a it's a word like a job. It's a great company. It's a senior role. Da 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 da. And it's a relocation to Australia. I was like, that's the land of the nope. Like everything is like nope. <laughs> well, like, I was like, I'm, uh, for you that you live in in the U.S. and you already have your green card and everything, yeah, probably wouldn't wouldn't switch. But if someone came to me and offered me a position in Australia, I'm on the next flight there. <laughs> Yeah, you and you and the giant spiders gonna wait you in the the welcoming committee. I I will take the giant spiders over Israel. And yes, we have listeners from Australia. Yeah. Okay. So, so I mean, sorry, people from Australia. I'm just too scared. We we salute your survivalism. Oh my god! That's like I I it's like the for me it's like everything that's like nope. Like if if somebody is like that's nope gonna get into my apartment, I'm just gonna burn the place and like build a new thing. I don't, I can't. <laughs> you you have anyway, lobsters coming into your house. Yeah, but like lobsters, I can manage like giant creatures of I the have wilderness. Uh, yeah, that that's also scary, by the way. Yes, it is. Uh, we also have had maggots a few weeks ago. Uh, apparently, a uh, like a pigeon died in our. Uh, a roof crawl space uh, mm. and maggots started like crawling all over the place. It was gross. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's good. That's good radio. Welcome to our extermination <laughs> yes. test radio. Welcome to the bag cast. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we, we are the burn. We talk about games mostly. Uh, in each episode of the show, we discuss a game we are playing and like all this like uh, and some news items. You can uh, find all the episodes in the website theburn.live. You can also follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash isle.me. Uh, we don't stream the podcast there because it's too short, but I do like game development streams and, and uh, um, 3D modelings and gaming from time to time. Uh, so you can uh, see that as well. Today, Omer um, has been playing one of my favorite uh, shooter games, of the last 20 years that I never played myself, but I watched it uh, and it's it's really cool and it got remastered like two years ago. So uh, Omar was playing Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition. Take it away. Yeah, so oh my gosh. So first of all, I, you know, I, I like heard like little bits and pieces about this game. I didn't, you know, I kind of like heard that it exists on the fringes and I heard people really like it, like a sequel. But I didn't bother, you know, just to, like, look into it. I don't know what I was doing back in the day. But, <clears throat> sorry, about a couple of weeks ago, I, you know, stumbled upon it. Like, I really wanted to play a shooter, uh, like, that is, like, non-committing, like, not Borderlands style. Doom Eternal is too hard. I need, I need like, you a good, you know, I was looking at Serious Sam, which is great. Um, and, like, I stumbled, I stumbled on this game, got really high scores, Tweet, like um, stream reviews are raving. I was like, okay, well, let's just try it. it. Looks, you know, pretty fun, like mechanic-wise and everything. And oh my god, this is like the, this is like a gem. It is like a precious gem and a treat package together. It's like super fun. So, and by the way, like watching it, which is fine, and like playing it is like so two different experiences. You owe it to yourself. Whenever you want like a good junk food of a game. You just gonna you just have to get it yourself and like and it's super short. Anyway, so I usually don't read um, show notes, but I, I I did I had a good start there. So I, I'm gonna just gonna say I wrote something along the lines of you know imagine Duke Nukem and Sirius Sam going to a bar and have a really good time together, and then nine months later like this game is born. 
this is exactly like how I felt. It's it's like it's everything that's like game doesn't take itself too seriously. It's cheesy. It's over. It's way over the top. It's like grandiose. Dialogues are crap. Like character design, it's like they have no personality. Which is you know, it's everything. It's everything you want out of this type of a game. And like you know, the st- the story is you know you, you can spoil it like a hundred times because it doesn't really matter. You're basically a mercenary that has a you know their boss like in the super future, their boss sending sending you to do like the, all, the all this super bad thing. future. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when like people people with magnetic shoes walk on buildings and assassinate people from windows and things. So I mean, so you, you got this like military kind of like corporation style boss that sends you to do bad things to good people. You find that out. You get pissed at your old boss, and now you're like hunting him throughout the game. And the you know boss runs away. You ended up in some space incident, and now you're going on stars hunting that person. So it's like you know, and on the way you meet mutants, you meet you meet the rebel groups, you meet like all these weird people going on. But the main the main thing about this game, what makes it super enjoyable, is the combat system, which is honestly one of probably one of the best FPS combat like styles I've played in recent years, and I think that's what makes people like beg for a sequel. So basically. When you go through stages, you unlock some guns. You you know unlock a pose, but you have like you have a really basic set of moves. You have a you know you have a kick, and later on you get this like scorpion like what I call it scorpion style like kind of like hook that's like pull people towards you. So kick push people away from you, and that like the hook pull, push, pull people towards you. And everything there is like the the mechanics and the physics of the enemies is really. A little bit over the top, obviously, but like also very fragmented in a way that you can kick somebody in the arm or you know their private parts area or the head, or and they'll react differently. And everything in the game, in the inside a combat, is dependent on combos that you do. So once you kick a person or pull them towards you, time slows down, and then you can get creative. And the better your combos are, the better your let's call it space points you earn. And then you use those points to unlock like better, you know, more ammo, more stuff for your weapons, more skills, more cool stuff. So, you know, you go into a combat, you slide on the ground, you kick a person like you kick a person up, you pull them towards you, you kick them away again, you pull them towards you, you have all the time in the world. You pull a gun, you shoot them once, you switch a gun, you shoot them another time. And all, all of the time, you get those really satisfying numbers going up and like combo indicators going up. So... You know, all of this like makes for a really good like experience, it's, which is you know serious M style. It's so uh, over the top, like you know, and and you know, in the meanwhile, your companions, which are, don't have any personality as well, and they have like the most generic lines. They shout things at you, and you know, like stop wasting time. What are you doing? And you know, all this stuff. So it's you know, it's just a treat, and you go through. You know, a couple experiences. Oh, there's bosses. So the bosses are, you know, also like huge with some weak points, and um, and those battles are very satisfying. And you know, when a boss dies, always like an epic event of you know gore and like all these particles up high up in the air. And yeah, oh, this game is uh, well, at least the. I mean, I think you can mitigate that, but I'm playing on like the full-on profanity level so there's like f-bombs every two seconds um 
And they like wow, the, the, the the movie descriptions themselves are, are sometimes like with profanity or or sexual subst- subtext and stuff like that. So the, the game yeah. doesn't hold back on on anything. No, no. And you can I mean and they have I think the the thing I like the most about the already enjoyable combat system is that they I think it it really feels like they build the game for like what gamers want so you know every every gun for example has well, a primary and- a specific type of game yeah yeah yeah, for, yeah, the yeah. Ta- for, for, I mean, for the time of its released for let's let's call it uh let's try to phrase it another way it's for the adolescent gamer who would like things C- over the call top. it what it is oh. fan service yes okay but i mean but it, it's it's like in a very good way so i'll give an example so you know, I play. You know, I play the. I don't really play like sniper rifle, but then you know you are. But I, yeah, I don't do it all. I do. So yeah, so I get the sniper rifle. I you know I have enough combo points to buy like the upgrade. So I buy the upgrade. I was like, okay, well now I can like aim down sights. Okay, well that's improvement. And I was like, okay, well let's just try it. And then I aim down sights and I shoot. And then like it actually goes into like bullet view, and you can like curve bullets in order to like hit enemies wherever oh, you are. Like, like, oh my like God, this- the the predator bow in in Assassin's Creed just for yeah, bullets. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, oh my I, I, it literally caught me out of left field because like this is exactly what like I I wanted it to do, but I didn't know I you know, I didn't know it's gonna do that. So that's like really super enjoyable. So they let you be like as creative as you want with all the cool moves. Um and you know, you got your like revolver type of gun, you got your machine gun, you got your oh, there's a nice, there's a cool type of gun who shoots like, it's like a flail. It's just like flails with like a bomb attached at the end of it. So it's like you shoot, it spins through the air, and then like it can tie a person based on the body part that you hit it on, and then you can like detonate it, which is like super enjoyable. Um, I don't know, like I don't know, the whole combat system is just a treat. It, it you know I would get into like bad fights just for the heck of it, or you know and. You can you can really, like change the difficulty level, um, and I play on normal, and it's like it's fine. It's just it's great. Um, but you can tone it down to easy, even though I I think you know it's, it's just fine. Um, so yeah, it's I it's literally like the best, and it's the game is super super short. I think it's like ten hours, even less. Uh, and the story is like bad as you'd expect, but you go through you're in it for the fights anyway. And you can get creative with the environment. You can like kick people off ledges. You can impale people on like walls. You can oh, you even have a cool move where I mean it's like it has a cooldown, but you can like basically punch the ground and knock people up. So if there's an environment where it's like there's like glass windows on the ceiling or something, you can just knock people into the ceiling, which is fine. Um, yeah. So anyway, you get you get really creative. And then so I did that. That's awesome. And. The, I said, then I tried the multiplayer. So I expected the multiplayer to be a huge disappointment. Oh, by the way, on, on 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 what you're playing it on, on stereo? On the what? Sorry. On what platform are you playing? Oh, it? Uh, on uh, just on the PC. Oh, you're actually playing a game on your PC. Yeah, that's, I mean, just because I saw new. the I, I saw the I saw the requirement and, so, and there's like like non-existent. So I'm getting a pretty good experience. <laughs> okay. Um, also, apparently yeah. there, is, there is a Switch edition for it. I think it's. I'm not really good at like uh, FPSs with the controller, of course, but I, of I can. I can. I can. I can see it happen. Yeah. Uh, I, I would. I wouldn't play it on like the handheld version. Otherwise, you'll get like motion sickness in two seconds because it's like all. It's like very like all over the place and 
So I think I recommend the big screen for that specifically. Uh, so the multiplayer is super. Like they, they even thought about the, the multiplayer experience, which is nice. So it's basically you get a semi horde mode, and then you move between levels, and then it's like you and like two other people. And the cool thing about the multiplayer is, you know, how do you manage like bullet time with two different, like couple different people? So actually, they somehow managed to do it, which is nice. And there's also like enemies. Where so the goal of the multiplayer, by the way, is like to get a certain amount of combo points. So like between three of you, you have to like do a lot of stuff creatively. And there's some enemies where like you need to do like a dual combo in order to like get the maximum amount of points from them. So you and another person needs to identify that enemy, kick him up together, and like do some cool stuff with it. And there's stuff in multiplayer that you can't do in the regular game. So that's like super fun. Um, I did play it a little bit, not too too much, but it was fun. And then you unlock like more skins, more voice line, I think more like more cosmetic stuff, which it isn't really attractive. So that has been uh, very enjoyable. And then the the last thing, which adds, it's like the frosting on top of a very delicious yet bad for your health cake is you can pay. <laughs> I mean, you can you can you can pay like I don't know two dollars or three dollars to unlock what they call the Duke Nukem Tour Edition, where all it does is replace your main character, which again has no personality, with like a model of Duke Nukem with like lines narrated by like Duke Nukem, which is essentially the same thing only with a much rougher voice. Um, <laughs> so, like this is a it's literally the game like it's really like leans into like that type of character and i think it's amazing i think it's great and i don't know like whatever you get like you know you need to you have like a weekend you need some downtime to just like have fun in a good combat system that's that and i totally understand why people are asking for a sequel even though it's going to be hard to top the original yeah all right um so if you enjoyed that there is a game i want to recommend you uh, yeah, I'm, called... I'm opening. I'm, I'm, hold on, I'm opening my wallet. Hold on. Okay. Ready. <laughs> it's called Vanquish. It's a game by Platinum Games, which are the best sp- spectacle fighter company in the world. However, this is a third-person shooter with uh, when you are a, a soldier in the super future, as you put it. Uh, and you have um, uh, an Iron Man suit that allows you to slide on the ground with jetpacks. Uh, and you are fighting a war against Mecha Russia. Wow, that's an amazing. Yes. Uh, it's also got remastered uh, a few weeks ago. Um, uh, not a few weeks ago, a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, it was only on some console originally and now it's on everything so you can get oh, it oh that looks that looks badass oh my yep. god it's it's it's, it's, it's badass it, it, it's five dollars i am buying it without like sight unseen it's like five dollars right now on steam yeah enjoy it's such an amazing game and i will oh my god i will remind our audience that platinum is the company beyond behind games like bayonetta um and Bayonetta 2, and, <laughs> uh, and let me rem- remember, oh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which is one of the most amazing games in existence. Oh, and also Nier Automata. Mm. 
Okay, so thanks everybody. That has been the episode for today. I'm going to play that game uh, so long. No, okay, so, yeah. we get some news. Okay, don't go. Don't Pl- Platinum, Platinum is such an amazing company. Oh um, my gosh, this is amazing. You can buy that in Bayonetta, by the way, for like $9. Yep. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. You got it. I'm, uh, I'm over the moon happy. You see, you I, see I, so, sometimes I, I, I give you actual good recommendations that don't break your wallet. It's yeah, it's, it's yeah. You have a hundred percent success rate. <laughs> I know what to recommend. Uh, so before we go into news, I just want to mention that I've been playing uh, on the PlayStation Five, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, it's oh. the latest installment in the Yakuza series that do sort of a reboot. Uh, you play a different protagonist in a different city, uh, and I suggest you uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, and see the clips I share from that game because that game is bonkers. Uh, it's it's like a JRPG and the J is all over the place. It's like the most Japanese of Japanese games. And uh, once I go, I get a lot more into it. We'll also do an episode, but I just want to mention that. <laughs> uh, so so that's oh, so, okay. So what is it? So is that like turn based? combat is that what it is yes they switched it the first six games or technically seven uh games uh were brawlers and then Mm -hmm. in seven they uh will like a dragon like a dragon is a seven game uh they made it completely an rpg uh turn-based combat with like uh, like moves and weaknesses and items and levels and stuff so full-fledged JRPG oh, that's interesting. it's it's half a parody game there is like a Pokemon system in it um, is, is that, is that grindy like in a, like a JRPG so far it's it's not grindy at all uh, it's also not very game at all uh, I'm I'm like 10 <laughs> hours in it or more like seven and um, 60% of, a ta- of the time is cutscenes. <laughs> it's, it's more like a movie that sometimes you play. Okay. Well, that's interesting. <clears throat> so, so that's... And, is, and is, the, is the story good, though? Like, is the, is the movie yeah, good? Yeah, it's, it's really compelling. Um, it's, it's weird to, to have like an RPG set in a modern setting. Um, and, and that ties into some of the parody elements, but let's, let's, uh, when we do an actual episode on that, we'll, we'll dive into that more. Perfect. I am going to send you my receipt for, uh, Vanquish because it is just, it's in my Steam library as we speak. I, I will expense it for you on, on the, the budget oh, thank of, you. of the, of the, uh, of the podcast. Uh, let's talk <laughs> news, a uh, bit of news, not a lot. So first of all, um, more of a view a watch recommendation. Uh, there is a channel on YouTube called No Clip, uh, run by uh, Daniel Dwyer, which is a, a longtime gaming journalist, and for a few years he has been creating uh, video game documentaries, uh, which are very good, very professional, uh, high quality, and stuff. Uh, it's all crowdfunded. It's the, the started on Kickstarter and now it's it's backed by patrons on Patreon. Um, and I, I, first of all, I I recommend everything on the channel, especially they did uh, a series of like uh, I think seven or eight episodes following the development of Hades, from when they announced early access until the official launch. Uh, 
Yeah, that, that's a must watch, by the way. This, yes. is a, this is an amazing series. Yes. So now they started a new series called Greatest Hits. And Greatest Hits is a series where they their patron vote on what game, what retro old their games they want the channel to do a movie on, um, 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 a video on. And the first of those is Roller Coaster Tycoon. And I started watching it today. I didn't finish because I had to go into work and stuff. But uh, it's 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 uh, on the same quality of all of the other stuff, and it's like it's very it's so interesting. I was never a roller coaster tycoon fan, despite the fact that I love um, management game. I don't know how that one like s- slipped through me, but uh, it's so interesting. They go both to like the origins of the game and how it was made, but also to the current communities around the game and, and YouTube channels and, and stuff like that. So very much worth the watch uh, like everything else on that channel. Uh, so that's the first thing uh, for the news segment. Uh, the second thing is kind of a big deal. Uh, the Epic versus Apple trial started this week. Hmm. Uh, and regardless of what the, the results of this trial are going to be, probably going to take months or even years until it's resolved uh as part of the discovery period for this trial a lot of new information about the industry has come up stuff like uh the um information about the deal between epic and playstation that that eventually uh was abandoned around fortnite and cross-platform play if you remember like Hmm. Oh, yeah. Three or four years ago, Epic wanted to do crossplay between all the platforms, uh, and eventually it, it was revealed that PlayStation uh, were against it, and everyone was like on their heels on how Sony is blocking the efforts for crossplay between platforms and stuff. So new information about that has has, be, has come to light, uh, and also one of the things that's been revealed in the in this trial is. Epic's actual budget projection for the Epic Store uh, around all the discount and free games and stuff. And uh, it turns out Epic uh, doesn't plan on being profitable or the Epic Store being profitable until 2024. And you, if you remember, it, it launched in 2018 or 2019. So that's like six years of the, the store losing money in order for Epic to get a, a market share uh, before they start to even see money. So that's yeah. really, a really but, interesting thing. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I, mean, the, I think the business model is a little bit different because they have all the Fortnite people going through the Epic Store. Of course, anyway of launch. course. It's not, uh, no so, one, no one uh, uh, doubting yeah. Epic is making money. Uh, they have Fortnite and they have Unreal Engine. You will remember that every, every yes. game on Unreal Engine uh, that uh, um, earns above a million uh, in revenue pays royalties to Epic. So Epic has exactly a lot of revenue Epic, streams. Epic is fine. They, they are fine. It's, it's just uh, an interesting information about their business plan for the store and how they see it and stuff. And that couples with the announcement from Microsoft this week about lowering the uh, revenue share from the Microsoft Store from 30 to 12%, which is what Epic did when they announced hmm. the Epic Store. So all of these stores in this market, including 
by the way, Apple, uh, are lowering their revenue share, their royalties, uh, how much money they take from, the, the cuts they take from developers, except Steam. And that's hmm. the big thing. That's the, like, the pressure all the other players in the ecosystem put on Steam to uh, align, to fall in line, uh, and reduce their uh, cut as well. Uh, so those are some things that going around the, the Epic versus Apple trial. Uh, and speaking on, on uh, PlayStation, um, um, it was revealed actually today or yesterday. Uh, if you'll remember, a few weeks ago, there were headlines about um, possible acquisition of Discord by Microsoft. And apparently that deal has fallen. Uh, it's it's not no longer happening. And then Discord announced that they are in partnership with Sony now for PlayStation. It's not an acquisition, just a partnership. And apparently PlayStation is going to integrate Discord into the PlayStation um, operating system. You will be able to hmm. use Discord through PlayStation. That's oh, that's that's awesome. That that's really awesome nice. and amazing and, and, and weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not it's not it's not that weird though because I remember I want to say like seven or six years ago where I think it was the PlayStation Four. So I was working for a company called Uvu, which was a video communication app. So the, actually, micro, um, Sony gave, gave us some money to develop like a native integration of a video chat into the console. Um, so that's, I think that, that was like, a, it didn't come through eventually, but it's, um, it was yeah. an interesting experience. You, you know what will be interesting? Um, the PlayStation right now has native live streaming in it. You can live stream to your friends or on the PlayStation, like explore um, page or stuff like that. And Discord has live streaming in servers. It will be very interesting if I could live stream in my PlayStation to my Discord server. That will so be... So people, people can listen to the podcast while being on their PlayStation. That's that that too that too as well yes that's that's a thing that people. Oh, that, that, this is this is our business model. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, Discord. It's kind of interesting thing because Discord was very tightly in bed with Microsoft. They gave uh, a Game Pass um, a free free months for. Nitro subscribers and uh, it had some sort of Xbox integration in the past and it was like yeah we want Microsoft to buy us but oh no they are not going to buy us we are angry and we are going to PlayStation now (laughs) (laughs) this this is exactly how the meeting went by the way this is like an an actual copy of that yeah Yeah, script it's like a it's it's like a child that the, the daddy is ma- is is uh, not treating them well, so they are going to mommy. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of the Epic Store, one of the like the free game on the Epic Store right now is Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms with all the add-ons. <laughs> listen, <laughs> they, I, listen, I it's this podcast gets the worst of me. I I literally installed this game on a whim like two days ago, and I I had to uninstall it this morning because it was too good for me. So now I actually can get all the add-ons for free? Like, oh my god. You know what the advantage is of installing Idle Champions on Epic and not on Steam? It won't taint your game time list 
when you play oh. it. Oh, so, I, so my I mean, my uh, my Steam list is forever tainted by having like 170 hours of Idle Champions open. <laughs> yeah, the, the, so the thing is, with that game specifically, they calculate like offline progress. So I can right, actually like but just... I, I don't I don't like count it as a game that I played because it's an idle game. It's the, the 170 I, I... hours in Idle Champions and 170 hours in Warframe. It's is not the same amount of time. Yeah, I I I, I listen. I, I totally feel you. This game, it's it's like it's too good. I, you know, I I was addicted to Cookie Clicker before. I'm not going through that phase again. Yeah, Even though I, like that. Yeah. They added they added more like systems on top of you know the idle scenario, so you don't really click anymore. But yeah, they have equipment, they have traits, they have like formations. But I I can't deal with it anymore. This is too good. I you know there's <laughs> certain there's certain genres of games that are better off, you know just that's just let I them love exist. idle games. I love idle I, games. This is no, they're too good. They're just too good. Uh, like, I I suggest you yeah. play Raid Shadow Legends. Which what? <laughs> I suggest you play Raid Shadow Legends. Oh no no no! So yeah, I've, no, it's not. That's not my thing because that yeah, that's more like a mobile game. I don't know. That's no, it's, that's not it's for thing. the PC. We we actually yeah, I, we promote it for the PC. It's it's basically an, an idle RPG. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen it. I I don't know. I, it doesn't look like my thing. But let's just not find out. Let's just play Vanquish instead. <laughs> yeah, play awesome. Vanquish. Right, that's that's a better idea. Okay, this is all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed my voice with the new Rode NT-USB Mini. Uh, yes. that, that's not a, an ad. I'm not paid by Rode. I actually paid them money to get the microphone. Uh, I just love it. Um, thank you for listening. You can find us online on Twitter. I'm at Isel and Omer is at Omer Kaplan. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, comment and leave your reviews on your preferred listening app. You can find everything at theburn.live. And our opening team was created by Andorco with vocals by Fishy Twitch, both on Twitter as well. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Omar, for being here with me. As oh, always. thank you for hosting with this amazing microphone. This is great. Thank you. And yeah, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Goodbye. See ya.